Ah, yes, the Democrat Party in 2023. Gender dysphoria, financial recklessness, war in Europe. I think that's one of the highlights, don't you? The war in Europe. Haven't had a major war in Europe in a long time, have we? Maybe Joe Biden should get a Nobel Peace Prize like Obama. Who then went on to bomb eight countries, carry out military operations in eight countries, the greatest numbers since World War II. But since he was Obama, it was okay. He already had the Nobel Peace Prize. There was more uh, Joe Biden idiocy at the White House yesterday, but we only have time for so much. He also tried to talk about the movie Top Gun, but he couldn't remember what it was called, so a kid had to remind him. And then he got that wrong. My favorite movie was the new movie about that guy who flies jet planes. You know the one I'm talking about? This is what uh, uh, Joe Biden said to the little children at the White House yesterday. One of the little children said, Top Gun, said Top Gun, which is uh, kind of fun. That's good, the little kid said. And then Biden, he said, Top Gun. Did you see Top One, Maverick? Now, he just said Top Gun, but then he, a moment later, it uh, it slipped away again, and he called it Top One, Top One, Maverick. Completely ridiculous. And then eventually, it was a little kid who told him it was time for him to go inside the White House. It was time for him to leave and go inside the White House because, you know, that's your that's your president of the United States. And if we had a news media, they'd be telling us about all this stuff every day. Imagine if Donald Trump had uh, a brain this defective, or any Republican for that matter. Just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So after more than 20 minutes hanging with uh, the little children and being embarrassed repeatedly by not remembering Ireland, not remembering Top Gun, not remembering how many grandchildren he has, uh, or lying about how many grandchildren he has, one child, there was a child there, seemed to channel what parents might have been thinking. Mr. President, a little child said, I heard you have to go back to the Oval Office. I heard you have to go back to the Oval Office. And, and uh, then he went back to the Oval He did take a little girl, a 10-year-old girl, to the Oval Office, but you should, you should keep him away from the kids because he's a Democrat. And uh, honestly, they're a danger to children at this point. Yeah, so it was a kid who told him to go back inside the White House, and he couldn't remember uh, Top Gun. And a kid answered his questions for him because, but no cognitive test for him. Remember the news media uh, banged the drums, pounded the drums, demanding that President Donald Trump take a cognitive test. Um, and uh, not the case with Joe Biden when there, there are obvious and clear deficits. Just, uh, just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, the Daily Mail has a better story on it than the Washington Post or the New York Times. Biden struggles through children's press conference. A kid puts him out of his misery and tells him to go back inside. That's their... Uh, <laughs> that's a, the kid may have been the child of a senior White House staffer uh, just trying to pull the plug on that... <laughs> on the, the, the tragedy that was his, uh, his moment in the sun yesterday. Just amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. Ah, extraordinary. The Daily Caller has a story today as well. Now, I've got uh, more. i got to get back to the Minnesota fascists. They call themselves Democrats, but they're, they're really not. Gosh, are they not? 
the House of Representatives, it turns out, has has um, repealed a bill. You know, that they like to, uh, you got the Democrats, they pass stuff, and then you have to have the Republicans come in to undo the damage that the Democrats have done because they're not on our side. And they love communist China. Everything to do, I was talking yesterday about how they want to make uh, all U.S. military vehicles electric within seven years, within seven years, right? 2030, make them all electric, which is great news for communist China because we'd have to buy all the batteries for all the vehicles from them. And then you're uh, raging, uh, you know, uh, uh, the uh, the 10th uh, uh, mountain division across um, the deserts of uh, fill in the blank. And, uh, hey, where are the charging stations? Good military strategy. And then it turns out that we're very dependent on China and Russia for our ammunition supply chain for the U.S. military. Whatever genius and gang of geniuses allowed that to happen should be put on trial. Just amazing. Now, today, the Daily Caller has the story, House passes bipartisan bill to repeal Biden's China solar rules. The House of Representatives, run by Republicans, thankfully, passed a resolution on Friday morning to repeal President Joe Biden's moratorium on solar panel tariffs to several Southeast Asian nations where Chinese firms linked to slave labor have reportedly been assembling their products to avoid U.S. tariffs. The resolution passed 221 to 202. You know, the Democrats are voting pro-China, pro-communism, because they're very, very unwell. With the support of most Republicans and 12 Democrats, with supporters arguing that the, in the preceding debates that the legislation was necessary both to support the U.S. solar industry while simultaneously holding China accountable for avoiding tariffs by putting the plants in other countries. Democrat detractors pointed opposition from industry trade groups arguing that the moratorium was set to run out next summer. Uh, But, you know, you wouldn't want to rush things. You want to help China wherever you can and whatever little way with a wink and a nod. I wonder how Fang Fang played into this. How did Eric Swalwell vote? I think uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and bet that he betted and uh, he 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 voted rather in uh, in favor of China and the interests of China. Uh uh uh. Republicans in the meanwhile are interested in growing the U.S. solar in energy sector and not the Chinese energy sector. But you know how those Democrats are. And honestly, uh, Eric Swalwell with his longtime sexual relationship with a Chinese spy named Fang Fang. Wow. Just extraordinary times. Extraordinary times. And the Democrats get away with, they get away with everything. It's pretty amazing. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man. And honestly, <clears throat> you know, I go back and forth with my friend Seton Motley a lot, and we were we were talking, it's like, why do the Republicans in the House not come out and hold a major press conference outlining all of Joe Biden's gaffes and demanding that he take a cognitive test because there is concern that the President of the United States is suffering from dementia and perhaps he should be removed under the 25th Amendment as president. But then, of course, we end up with Kamala, don't we? Uh, let's, go, uh, let's go back to some audio here. 
the madness never stops. Oh, there's another one I wanted to get to as well about the Washington Post guy who is um, just, uh, I mentioned earlier, and I was, I was actually being a little tongue-in-cheek, but let me start over uh, not being tongue-in-cheek because there's a Washington Post reporter who is a, a columnist, and, um, and he's advocating something. Now, I, I just want to play along a little bit here. I, I want to, you know, we've got an audience of 400 million people uh, every hour of every day. I'm embellishing slightly. Everybody talks about radio audiences. It's a, it's, it's a funny uh, uh, process. But the 2.6 billion people that listen to this show every day, I want to encourage everyone, when you see Democrats out in public, elected officials, you see the mayor, you see members of Congress, you see them out in public, I want to encourage you to confront them and to criticize them and I want you to criticize them enough to make sure that, you know, that they're told when they go to, go to you, you see them going to church, you see them in the grocery store, I want you to yell at them and, and tell them that you passed a terrible bill and you acted like a bigot. Now, of course, I would never recommend anything of the kind because I'm not a barbarian, I'm not a communist, I'm not a fascist, and I believe in uh, civil discourse and a civilized society. The left, of course, does not. But that's what Perry Bacon, Perry Bacon Jr. at the Washington Post told a, an interviewer on the, naturally the Comedy Channel because uh, Comedy Central, because that's just one of their many propaganda outlets. But the Washington Post columnist Perry Bacon Jr., who's a racist, um, went on there and, and instructed people, uh, encouraged people to harass Republicans in public places. And, you know, the reason that you knew I was kidding is because he said, so, you know, they're, they're told when they go to church, when they go to church, well, you're never going to find a Democrat going to church, unless it's the Church of Satan, maybe, the Church of Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood, um, the Church of Burn America to the Ground. But that's Perry Bacon Jr. at the Washington Post, and this is fine, because they did this. It started with, uh, um, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders at a restaurant and and uh, they, they dialed it up. And this is the crazy left. They don't believe in civilization, and I do. So I wouldn't encourage people to do that. But uh, Washington Post columnist, who should be fired, he should be canceled, he should be destroyed. You know, I, I, don't even, I don't believe that either. He's entitled to his vulgar and vile opinion because it's the United States of America. But this is the mainstream news media and the mainstream Democrat Party encouraging public conflict uh, over politics. These are the people that rioted and looted and uh, too many cities to list here. Um, you see in San Francisco all the stores that are that are now battening the hatches on everything, putting everything behind plastic. Every aisle is locked behind plexiglass because Democrats. And I was playing for you uh, Harry Niska, the, the uh, state representative in Minnesota, who's talking about the, the Democrats have a plan in Minnesota it is, uh, it's legislation. It's not just a plan. And Samantha Vang, a Democrat, um, uh, encouraging that it, they've got their bias registry. And when people say things online or in a public forum, the Democrats want to enter your name and your comments into a state registry, which they call a bias registry. And Harry Niska, soundbite number 12, uh, described it this way this morning on the television. Either way, it's, it's, a, it's a way to chill speech 
uh, legit, obviously legitimate political speech. The, the uh, clip you showed is just one example uh, that I tried to use of several different um, examples from across the, the spectrum um, where we're talking about legitimate political opinions that people express in the, in the uh, marketplace of ideas. And if the government uh, doesn't like it or if a victim doesn't like it or a certain person on the other side of the aisle doesn't like it, then under the bill that uh, we are that we passed out of the Minnesota House and similar language has already passed out of the Senate, uh, that's going to go into uh, what's really almost a Soviet style snitch line or a, a CCP style uh, social credit scoring database that we don't know what the Department of Human Rights or what the government is going to do with that in the future. They say they want to use it to uh, shape future legislation, and that's pretty scary, too. That's pretty scary, too. That's uh, sees a normal person, a normal American. Speaking of which, at the Chris Plant store on Al Gore's Amazing Internet, we have T-shirts and coffee mugs with Remember Normal, which is a good thing to do and uh, for all of us to do, and the Democrats are making it harder and harder to remember normal because they're dismantling normal. Um, and these people are just just crazy. Now, there's also a transgender legislator in the state of Montana, of all places, believe it or not, who has been temporarily kicked out of the chamber, the statehouse chamber, because he has been disrupting. See, that'll go into the bias registry because I called him him uh, or he. Um, but uh, wait, till you, wait till you hear this, because they... They're crazy. They're bat guano crazy. They're all they're all nuts. They need help, uh, but first they need to shut up. Just saying, and stop picking fights with everybody over everything. Maybelline, Bud Light, professional basketball. They canceled. You know, Phil Jackson, the NBA legend, can't watch the NBA anymore because they've become so political. You know, the banking crisis continues to spiral. The second largest bank failure in U.S. history just happened very recently. And we Americans need a place to turn to protect our hard-earned savings. You know, you really can't trust a bank these days with everything. You need to diversify. And now, good idea to call my friends at American Alternative Assets. Call them at 888-4-GOLD-20 to get your free personal wealth protection guide. They can help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into physical gold, a physical gold IRA. The fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status, all outside of the banking system. So call 888-4-GOLD-20. Call them today and get your free wealth protection guide. No obligation. American Alternative Assets has earned an A-plus accreditation from the Better Business Bureau. So protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax, investment, and financial advice before opening an account. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and tomorrow is the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Lefties are pr- planning on blockading it because, you know, the weather. It's uh, the weather. They're very upset about it. Uh, that and Whoopi Goldberg and, and uh, in a transgender Montana.
Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. America starts the day with America in the morning. Pending home sales numbers, they tanked in April, but there are Hi, I'm John Trout, your host for the latest news, politics, entertainment, business, and weather. octane action in the dust, a new film puts... Our staff of correspondents provide a fast-paced look at the world with specialized reports from where news happens. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's Amazon. Concise, accurate, and fresh each day. America in the Morning, the podcast, available wherever you listen. Uh, We've still got um, crazy environmentalists coming and a little Whoopi Goldberg who's an angry, hate-filled, crazy person, which is why ABC pays her millions of dollars, because it's their brand of hate. Uh, But right now, let's go to to the phones. Let's go to Matt calling from Chicago, Illinois. Matt, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, I just wanted to point out, everybody's calling Dylan Mulvaney a TikTok influencer. Yeah. I believe that's probably the politically correct way of calling him a groomer. Uh, (laughs) um, He is, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. You know, he claims to have a whole lot of people following uh, his every whim, his every move. His, you know, honestly, uh, I'm not a woman, but if I were, I would find the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing to be quite insulting. Uh, and, and I can't oh, I speak agree. for all women. I, well, actually, why not? I, I can speak for all women. If he can be a woman, I guess I can speak for women. Uh, he is, um, you know, he's mocking women. It is, it is the, the perfect analogy is blackface, which a lot of Democrats. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, a lot of Democrats are, um, you know, are famous for dressing up in blackface, the former Democrat governor of Virginia, and you got that uh, Trudeau guy in uh, Canada. He's a lefty, and... They love their uh, blackface. Ted Danson. Hey, you know, Matt, I've got an event coming up June 8th in Chicago with WLS. Have you looked at the WLS website for the big event? It's I, know, I haven't, but I've been to two of, your, two of your events in the past. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Oh, that's good. And, and I, I, have a, I have a Wuhan Red Death shirt, and I think you should come up with a new one. Put a needle on there and put I survived the vaccine. All right. I like it. See, this is uh, we've got a creative audience here. Thank you, Matt. Are you into weird, spooky, and strange history? Horrifying History tells you about the side of history that people don't normally talk about. We tell the tales of haunted places, infamous true crimes, unsolved mysteries, the paranormal, and then we look to history to see where the truth actually lies. Want to get spooky with us? Horrifying History, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Now, the uh, crime rate across America is getting much worse because the Democrats love criminals and hate the police. 
But at least the chief of police in Washington, D.C. is going on to get a job at the FBI where he can do nationally what he's done locally. We're number four. We're number four in homicide. But we're, um, you know, carjackings everywhere. Carjackings are are, uh, more common than ever before. The Daily Mail has the story, but the Washington Post does not. They're uh, a British paper, not even an American paper. They cover the news in America better than the Washington Post and the New York Times do. The headline is, Murder Rates Jump Another 10% in the Biggest U.S. Cities Since 2021. Memphis, New Orleans, Richmond, and other Democrat-led cities are nation's homicide hotspots, study shows. Right. Murder rates jumped by 10% in the biggest uh, U.S. cities, 2021 to 23. Scholars, they have scholars, say cops fear returning to high crime areas after Black Lives Matter protests. Young urban black men are by far the most likely Americans to be murdered, uh, also to do the murdering. Memphis, New Orleans, and Richmond rank as America's homicide hotspots with scholars linking their rising murder rates to soft-on-crime Democrat leadership and low police morale because the Democrats have waged war on the police because they're the party of crime and criminals. They want to get the vote to all convicted criminals in all prisons and jails in the United States because they know that that is a, an untapped vein of Democrat voters. Study by WalletHub found that murder rates jumped by 10% in the the country's biggest cities between the first quarter of 2021 uh, and the same period this year. Uh, And they continue to head up. It was uh, released as Wallace Shawn Jr., 67, was arrested and charged with second-degree murder murder over shooting his uncle in Memphis. Did you see that the, uh, in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, did you see, you know, the, the, uh, there was this incident a week ago where the six-year-old girl was shot in the face, bullet fragment, because a basketball went into the front yard of, uh, of and, and it's all about race, of a black man. The black man chased a white family down the street, shot dad. Uh, last time I looked, he's still in the hospital. Uh, while he was shielding his six-year-old, the six-year-old was hit in the face with a bullet fragment, shot mom, and then it uh, emerged days and days later that he was yelling at them about being white. But that was not in the initial reporting, and then the news media just stopped talking about it because that's not that doesn't conform with the uh, the narrative, you know. But here's the uh, here's the deal: uh, Memphis, Tennessee, number one homicide city, highest homicide rate. New Orleans, Louisiana, um, number two homicide. We're, we're talking about Democrat hotspots here: Memphis, Tennessee, uh, and uh, Louisiana. Now, the Democrats they love to pretend. And then Virginia, we've got, uh, believe it or not, Richmond, Virginia, where John Hinckley had to cancel his concert at the burrito place. Richmond, Virginia is number three for homicide rates. Now, these are Democrat hotbeds. Uh, Number four is uh, my city, Washington, D.C. Number four, we're number four, uh, but climbing. And number five is Detroit, Michigan. Now, these are all cities with a high concentration of an African-American population, and Democrat-run cities in each and every instance. Now, the left, they love to say, ha, 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 hey, Republican states have the highest homicide rates. 
look, Louisiana has a Republican, whatever, you know, senator and maybe a governor. And, and blah, blah, blah. yeah, but the murders are all taking place in the Democrat-run cities. There are 10,000 ways to lie in the naked city, and the Democrats know all of them. So, yeah, um, Memphis, Tennessee, you ever been there? It can be pretty rough. Number one, homicide rate. New Orleans, yeah, yeah, uh, Democrat hotbed. Number two, um, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, it's a, you know what they call, a, a, I don't use that red, blue, purple stuff. It's an in-between state politically because the left is obviously red. No, who are we kidding? And the Democrat Party needs to be red. But they got to choose first, so they, they, they stole blue and stuck the Republicans with red. It was a game of musical chairs. We used to swap them back and forth every other election cycle. And uh, or every election cycle. And then they stopped that when they got blue and gave us red. Oh, no, 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 we're just going to keep blue and you guys are red forever. Now, the, the, they're further left than they've ever been, and we call them blue and Republicans red. That makes no sense at all, does it? Wow, yowza. So we got that, uh, we got that going for us. All right, let's, uh, that's, uh, oh, but, uh, but fear not, because, you know, college standardized college entrance exams are down 30% nationwide. So we got that going for us. The ACT scores, that's what they're called, right? The ACT scores. Uh, And they are down 30% across the country. You know why? Uh, Democrats. That's that's actually why. Because of Democrats. Because they are... mm -mm -mm. Yeah, the number of students taking the ACT scores, uh, just uh, amazing. Amazing. ACT test scores dropped to their lowest in 30 years, in 30 years, nearly a third of a century because Democrats. But so ACT scores are down, but homicide rates are up. In fact, homicide rates in Philadelphia are up 30 percent and ACT scores down 30 percent. The Democrats are doing a heck of a job. That's a fact. Mm -mm -mm. You know, it turns out let's go to soundbite number seven, Jeff. I was talking about Perry Bacon Jr., the Washington Post, who's a racist and hates America. And um, he's advising, you know, left wing. We've had uh, uh, would-be assassins show up outside the home of Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court justice. Um, We've had dozens of people murdered in their riots, thousands of police injured, uh, police murdered in suicide attacks by Democrats in Washington, D.C., and New York, and Dallas, and Baton Rouge, and beyond, uh, including a U.S. Capitol police officer, murdered in a suicide attack. His name was William Evans. The Democrats don't know that. Nancy Pelosi couldn't tell you that. But uh, Perry Bacon of the Washington Post went on The Daily Show on Comedy Central to encourage lefties to confront and hassle and harass Republicans wherever you may find them. Where do we go from here? Is there is there any solution? I think ultimately we have to, in the short term, shame them out of passing the most aggressive version of these bills. Criticize them enough to make sure that they are told when they go to church or when they go to the grocery store that you passed a terrible bill and acted like a bigot. You acted like a bigot. Now, they're talking about uh, radical bills like um, you have to register to vote before Election Day or you have to have an ID to vote uh, like you do in South Africa, for example, or in France uh, because they're very bigoted countries. So you got to hassle them, and you've got to shame them and uh, disgrace them. And when you see them going to church, you should harass them. When you see them in a grocery store, he said you should harass them. And then, you know, uh, Senator Rand Paul, who was violently attacked in his front yard 
by a Democrat who tackled him from behind uh, unannounced, broke six rig- ribs, punctured his lung. Uh, he and his wife were attacked on 15th Street in Washington, D.C., the last night of the Republican convention. He was on a baseball field when a Bernie Sanders volunteer showed up with a Chinese rifle and shot Congressman Steve Scalise and tried to murder every Republican member of Congress on that field, and they were all Republicans. And that included Ron DeSantis and Rand Paul, just by the way. So this is Comedy Central propaganda, Perry Bacon Jr. advising uh, all kinds of horrible treatment. Uh, And this is fine with The Washington Post. Are you sure that shame would work with Kentucky Republicans? I mean, look at Rand Paul. If I got my ass kicked in my front yard by my neighbor, I would never leave my house again. I'm not saying it's a foolproof point, and I'm just saying that these legislators have to walk in public and live their life, and I do think you want to make clear that you have done something terrible. Yeah, done something terrible by by you know, making our voting laws almost as stringent as France, not quite as stringent as South Africa. Uh, this is about stealing elections, shaming people. It's about stealing votes and uh, stuffing ballot boxes and, and ballot harvesting. Um, if you prohibit ballot harvesting, you're a bigot. Well, only if, you know, you're a racist. But that's the conversation we're having. You may remember Hanoi Jane. Hanoi Jane, uh, she had an idea of her own, um, you know, for Republicans and people she disagrees with. Besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well, it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> murder. She's kidding. Wait a second. She's just now, kidding. Don't say that. That's oh, not... you don't know. They'll pick up on that and yeah, just run that's with the it. Worst. She's joking. just kidding. It's... Well, let me talk to you about <laughs> She made a face Let's like she's not kidding. about Jane's activism. Yeah, Hanoi Jane, uh, communist, traitor, treasonous, um, the war against terror. But, uh, but never mind that. Boy. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty good stuff. That's your Democrat Party. It'd be funnier if a communist didn't shoot John F. Kennedy in the head and a Democrat didn't shoot. And shall I go on? Um, and if all these murders weren't being committed and didn't have a murderer outside Brett Kavanaugh's house, and if it weren't um, true that the Democrats have normalized political violence again, uh, let's go to soundbite number thirteen, Jeff, because that was on the View with uh, what are they called, Sonny? Joy and Whoopi, three of the most miserable, unhappy people you're ever going to find anywhere. And they are ironically named Whoopi, Joy, and Sonny. <laughs> no sense of irony and uh, completely absurd. So here they are, Whoopi Goldberg. There is a, a transgender person who has been elected to the uh, state house as a state representative in, of all places, Montana, believe it or not, Zooey. Zooey is the, and it's not uh, the person's real name, but uh, they all change their names. Whoopi Goldberg, for example, is named Karen Johnson, but she wanted to pretend to be Jewish um, and happy. But Zooey Zephyr uh, disrupted, the, and they're, they're, Democrats are big on doing this, and then when you point out that the Democrats are disrupting the business of state, the media don't call it an insurrection uh, they say, oh, it's a legitimate protest. No, they're elected members who are disrupting, like the Tennessee Three, you know, the Chicago Seven. Transgender lawmaker Zoe Zephyr returns to work in the hallway, Yahoo News very upset, after Montana GOP discipline, Zoe the tranny, 
uh, disrupted the business of the state again and again and again on the floor, uh, saying, you have blood on your hands, and that's not hyperbole. No, actually, that is hyperbole. As you can see, no one actually has blood on their hands. Uh, but they use the words without knowing what they mean. Pretty amazing. So here is uh, Whoopi, the ironically named Whoopi, the absurdly named Goldberg, um, uh, 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 chanting for Zoe Zephyr, the Montana transgender disruptor, who was told that Zoe couldn't vote from the floor anymore for the rest of the session, have to do it from home. So instead of doing it from home, Zoe Zephyr has now moved into the hallway of the state house to, uh, you know, uh, get media attention, and it works. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Now the house. Republicans banned her from the chamber for the remainder of the legislative session, claiming she broke the rules of decorum. But uh -huh. protesters are demanding that they let her speak. Now, what the hell is going on in this country? That's what I want. That's know. a good question. What the hell is going on in this country? What are the rules that say? I don't like what you're saying, yeah. so I'm going to get a whole bunch of people yeah. to think like I think, and we're going to ban you from talking. Yeah. When did that become the law of the land? Funny you should ask, because I looked it up, and there is no law. No. No. There is no because law. She looked law. it up. Sonny looked it up. God, what a bunch of morons. They just, they're just couldn't be more dumb. Uh, you, and Whoopi, the idiot, even said it herself, violated the rules of decorum. They're rules of uh, the uh, operating the, the legislature. The rules were violated, and uh, Zoe Zephyr was uh, told you need to stop disrupting. Zoe Zephyr kept disrupting, kept making absurd claims like you, you know, literally have uh, blood on your hands, and that's not hyperbole. And there is no law. So yet, uh, Sonny, these are very dim-witted people. And ABC Network pays them millions of dollars. Isn't that amazing? Um, gosh. Rules. And also... Um, if Republicans disrupted, and I think Republicans should disrupt every Democrat statehouse from now until uh, forever, uh, just to once again reveal the hypocrisy of these idiots, uh, then Whoopi Goldberg, they don't believe in parents' rights and they don't believe in God, but uh, here they are, the left, and ABC pays them millions of dollars. This is a party that says we believe in parents' rights. Mm -hmm. You're telling right. me that as a parent, I don't, I'm not smart enough to decide if my child and I need to have gender affirming. Our yeah. doctors are not involved. What is going? So I can't, my, I can't decide what my kid reads. I can't decide yep. for my child what my child says is going on. Yep. You're telling me your beliefs, your and they keep saying it, and I keep saying, what Bible are you reading? Yeah. Because God was really clear. Very clear. Very clear. Wait, God, what, that wasn't over. God was very clear. God was very clear that children need to be transgender. I don't know what Bible you're reading, but uh, God was very clear, she says in the Bible, that, um, you know, we need transgender children. And gender-affirming care. Now, this is for minors. In schools, you can't give a child an aspirin. And what we're talking, she said, what, my, I can't, she's hysterical and shrill and irrational. Um, no, actually, Whoopi, Karen, your real name, I'm going to dead name her, Karen, we're talking about you guys passing bills where school administrators change the gender of your child without informing the parent. That's what parents' rights is about. That's what we're talking about. 
and we're saying what your kids can read. Well, uh, bring in gender queer to the view and open it up and show the audience uh, the graphic depictions of man on boy sex and and get back to me about that. And, you know, children have to be of the age of majority to get their ears pierced. I had a story the other day about a father being arrested for piercing his son's ear. Um, but uh, never mind that. This is, uh, this is your Democrat party. And this is the media. And again, it's ABC Network. And they pay these people millions of dollars for their ignorance and their anger. And uh, they're vile and vulgar. You got it. Oh, I've uh, got uh, Democrats that uh, desecrated the National Gallery of Art here in Washington, D.C. yesterday uh, because the weather and a Degas sculpture that's coming up. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. You know, my friend Marty, uh, looking at, I was talking about it yesterday, the uh, Biden people want to make all our military vehicles electric so they'll run out of battery power, Chinese battery power in the middle of the desert and not be able to charge. They're, They're not on our side. So maybe first we should make the presidential limo fleet electric and and how about the helicopters? We can make the helicopters uh, electric, too. Uh, Joe Biden in the Gallup poll has hit rock bottom. The Gallup poll has never rated him this low. 37% approval, 59% disapproval. That's the lowest the Gallup polling people have had for him as president. Now, let's go to the Democrats uh, who invaded the National Gallery of Art yesterday and desecrated Edgar Degas' sculpture, Little Dancer, age 14, Uh, It's called Keep the Democrats Away from Her. Um, She'll she'll be gender dysphoric in no time. Um, And it's it's fortunately in a glass case because they know that Democrats are coming. It sounded like this. Two Democrats, uh, one from North Carolina, one from Brooklyn. They've got jars of paint. And they're dipping their hands in the black paint and the red paint, smearing the... The stuff all over the the plexiglass case and the foundation and the wood floor, thousands in damage. I'm in a place that I respect, that I consider to be the highest. And the man was. The climate. Officer, may I recommend the use of a nightstick? Uh, A radical left-wing group of idiots called Climate Defiance will blockade the White House Correspondents' Dinner to demand an end to fossil fuel extraction. That's uh, more Democrats. I'm going to the White House Correspondents' Dinner uh, tomorrow night. You watch it on C-SPAN. Look for me. Every story eventually comes to an end. This June, hear the final episode of Season 2 of the hit podcast series In the Red Clay, Durham. In the Red Clay tells the unbelievable true story of Billy Sunday Burt, the most dangerous man in Georgia history. In the podcast that people are calling riveting, incredibly moving, captivating, and addicting. Binge Seasons 1 and 2 of In the Red Clay now 
wherever you listen.